0: It's a, how dare you question me? And when somebody says that to me, I go even harder. So yeah, our next step is to sue the the governor because you think that it stops here? Open the doors.
1: On episode 42, I bring in Alexandra Kazarian. She is the attorney for Garagos & Garagos. They are suing LA County for shutting down restaurants in Los Angeles. As we all know, the pandemic hit in March. Industries, especially the restaurant industry, got hit hard. And they're continuing to get hit hard. And they actually figured things out and spent a ton of money doing so. COVID numbers have now risen And the governor and the mayor, both in L.A. County and California, have shut down restaurants completely. So they figured out the outdoor seating. Everything was working. People were enjoying their life and time and able to go out and actually live and breathe. And now they've shut things down. So Alexandra and her team of seven attorneys are after L.A. County. They won a big victory today in court. So let's get the 411 on what exactly is going on today. Let's go. You had a big day today.
0: I had a crazy day today. We had a tentative ruling that came out very early in the morning, which was awesome. But we don't don't want to celebrate too much when the tentative ruling comes out, because then everybody gets to argue. And there have been times where we have, Mark calls it, clutching defeat out of the jaws of victory, where we've spoken for so long that we've changed the judge's mind against us. So... (laughs) Being our own worst enemy is, uh, is sometimes the goal. Is is sometimes so, avoiding being our own worst enemy is sometimes the goal. Well, what does that mean <laughs> exactly agree. for those
1: who aren't in law?
0: So a judge sometimes, not always, a judge sometimes gives a tentative ruling, meaning this is what I'm thinking. This is how I think I'm going to rule. These are the issues that I think are important to me. So when you come into court later today, this is what I want you to talk about not you know don't go off topic so he issued a 53 page tentative ruling in our favor but everybody gets the opportunity to respond and if you're a little too excited about your position and you start going off the judge wasn't thinking about and shoot yourself in the foot or the other side you know could make a point that hits home with the judge and he could change his mind so
1: so how does how do you determine that that's in your favor, not their favor?
0: No, at the very end of the ruling he said I grant the order. Okay. At the very end of the tentative, he said at the end of the fifty three pages, he said, I grant the order. So
1: people are so it was people exciting. are fed up, man. Like they've had enough and it's interesting that there are malls, Walmart, Target, Home Depot, Lowe's, like I don't have anything against those stores, but they stay open. They're indoors. You can still fly in this steel tube jet Yeah, indoors. Mikey, forget
0: about the stores being open. You can sit inside of a plane for mm. 5, 10, 15 hours. You can take your mask off and eat right there, and that air is recirculated over and over and over again, and there's no problem with that. How about that viral video with that poor woman who poured her life savings into making an outside patio just to get it closed down a few days later. And then 50 feet away from her, she sees a film shoot set up in her parking lot with the catering tent. Absolutely none of the, the safety precautions that she had to put up. Just sitting out there. They're, they're, not, they're not making film shoots film outside. I mean, it's, it's, the double standard is so crazy. And the, the hearing today highlighted the absurdity of the County of Los Angeles's order because the judge over and over and over again, we've, this is, I think, the third or fourth time that we've been back, and every single time the judge said, I want data. I want to know what your data is. Sheila Kuhl, the supervisor who, right after she voted for the ban on outdoor dining, immediately went to an outdoor restaurant and dined, huh. she lied and said that they were basing their decision on at least six reports, she said. There's not one single report that the County of Los Angeles can point to that has any correlation between outdoor dining and ICU beds, which they keep talking about.
1: Is that who you're suing then LA County?
0: Yeah, it's the LA County and also the, the LA County health department, but it's the same entity.
1: It's almost like the politicians picked the wrong industry. Like if they were in the restaurant business, we probably wouldn't be dealing with this.
0: Well, I think that's true. But then again, Gavin Newsom has that winery. Yeah. And that's, that's the only like region
1: that's ever open.
0: Yeah, right? but but I also think they, they, I think you're right, but I think at some point they're going to keep getting their paychecks, so for their own personal pockets, it doesn't matter, and they picked the industry that had the most visibility, and the judge said that today. The judge said, you, this is performance art, you mm. just said, we don't know what to do, so we're going to do something that looks like we're doing something, mm. and there's no basis behind it at all.
1: And. Those who are health officials, there is no claim that the virus spreads while eating outside, right?
0: There is not one professional in any industry that will go on record saying outdoor dining is contributing to the spread of COVID-19. As a matter of fact, there's a doctor from... He actually came out, there. I think he was in the LA Times this morning, saying you know, I think it doesn't actually seem like outdoor dining has anything to do with the spread. Mm. And that's that's a public official right there saying that. Of course, LA County didn't put that declaration into the record.
1: So why do you think they're doing this, though?
0: They don't know what else to do, and it looks good. It looks like they're doing something. And I think that when they don't know what to do, they will never say that they don't know what they're doing. Because if you don't know what you're doing, then please step aside and we'll find someone who does know what they're doing. But I do think that it would be a a brave move, just like a lot of other states. You know, California has the highest COVID infection percentage right now. Not just because we're the biggest state, but we we do have the most percentage of COVID infections across the country right now. And it's because we're the only ones that have closed outdoor dining. So if you ask me, everyone's going to each other's houses and infecting each other. That's exactly what's happening. There's no regulation. Mm -hmm. At your Aunt Mary's house, so when you all get together for Thanksgiving, there instead of going six people per head at the restaurant that keeps everybody distance six feet apart, you've gotta wear your mask when you come in, you've gotta wear it if you're not eating. If you're going to your backyard you know barbecue where we know you're not staying outside in the backyard, the risk of infection is way higher because there's no regulations out there.
1: How'd you know my aunt mary
0: yeah i I know your aunt's. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so how do you think this thing's gonna play out for you guys
0: i think we're gonna have to sue the governor the problem is (laughs) that just like every single government worker in the second week of december all of the judges are taking the last three weeks off and so i think even if we uh, file the lawsuit today we're not going to get actually in front of a judge uh, before the new year and i think by then you know the spike will be dropping and the state will take their regulations off by the time we get back into court but listen i am not being uh, i'm not inflating our cause or, or our position when i tell you the governor issued the statewide order days after we won the order to show cause we went to court against la county and the judge said i'm not going to grant the order immediately i'm going to give you an order to show cause so what we asked for was a restraining order And I know that sounds weird because you think of a restraining order as somebody that's stalking you and you want them to stop. But a restraining order is exactly that. You want someone to stop doing something. So we asked the court to restrain the county, to restrain them from closing businesses. So uh, he said, I'm not going to grant the restraining order, but I'm going to grant an order to show cause, meaning I'm going to give the county an opportunity to show me why I shouldn't grant your order. So, Over and over again, he said, show me, show me the money, show me the money. And over and over again, the county responded by saying we don't have to. There's no authority saying that we have to show you any reason why we're making these regulations. And the judge said today, are you telling me that if you want to just make an order right now, an emergency order based on COVID, just generally based on COVID, that everyone in LA County has to stay inside their houses and I don't know, even wear masks inside their houses. That you don't have to show me any authority saying why you think that's a good idea? And the attorney for the county said, you know, that's a hard question to answer. Um, No, it's not. I'm sorry. We live in America where the Constitution is alive and thriving. And the Constitution says that the government cannot impose restrictions on people just willy-nilly. You can't just say everyone has to stay inside of their houses. Every business has to shut down. That's not a thing. But L.A. County apparently thinks it is.
1: That's what my next thing was. We've got a constitution in place. And let's say everybody just opens and doesn't listen to these people. What can they do to the businesses?
0: So because we have a system of licensing and regulations that we've all as a society agreed to abide by, you've got your A through F, your, your grading in the, in the restaurants. And we've all agreed that if you want to open a restaurant, You've got to go get a restaurant license. If you want to sell alcohol, you've got to get an alcohol license. You've got to let the health department come in and check you out. There's these certain regulations that you've got to abide by. If you just open, they're going to pull all those licenses. So you're going to be operating Mm. illegally. But a lot of the restaurants are saying, I'm going to go under anyway. I've Mm. lost my entire life savings anyway. So these next three weeks, if I can make any kind of money that maybe I can put you know, Christmas presents under the tree for my children. I mean, that's what matters now. My restaurants, it's obsolete after this. I'm not going to be able to reopen. And, you know, what the county hasn't balanced at all is the fact that restaurants in general, it it takes the highest level of investment to open a restaurant, and they have the smallest profit margin. You have to spend so much money to make a little bit of profit in a restaurant that to stop and start and stop and start is nearly impossible. Imagine you have to throw away weeks worth of food. I mean, you can't keep that. You can just throw it in the freezer and then expect people to eat that three weeks from now. So you've got to repurchase your entire inventory. Wines go bad. I mean, bottles of alcohol, okay, fine. But that's not the bread and butter. People are not going to outdoor dining to get pictures of margarita. So the alcohol that's sitting on the shelves isn't going to take anybody through the pandemic. Um, An outdoor uh, drive through and, and pick up It isn't, you know, you don't go to Mastro's to drive by and pick up a steak. So these places that have invested all of this money in in the properties, in the decor, in the wait staff, in the support staff, in the janitorial staff, um, just it just goes on and on and on. All of that investment that they make for this tiny profit margin, no one's going to survive.
1: How many lawsuits against the county or the mayor or the governor?
0: By who? By us or in general?
1: In general, Did you know. No,
0: I, I don't think there's a lot because mm. it's expensive. We get to do this because we are representing mm-hmm. Mark's Engine Company Number Twenty Eight. So Mark, who's the principal lawyer in our law firm, also owns the restaurant that's downstairs from our law firm. So he's obviously bankrolling our law firm to fight this suit. But mm-hmm. what law firm is going to take the amount of time? I mean, I don't think I haven't slept more than three hours in the last three weeks and i'm one of seven attorneys that's on this case so what law firm is going to put seven attorneys on this to fight this and go to court over and over and over again for for free i mean Mm -hmm. nobody's going to do that and today when we won the order the judge ordered a ten thousand dollar bond which means that this is this is a regular lawsuit it's an emergency request but it's a regular lawsuit but we asked the judge instead of waiting until the very end of this lawsuit which could take years we want you to make an emergency order a snap judgment on this case right now so fine he did that and he ruled in our favor but when that happens you have to post a bond actual cash money you've got to give it to the court for them to hold so that if his order is wrong and there's damage to the other side if if the county of la is damaged by his ruling, we have to put the money up to cover their attorney's fees.
1: Oh, my gosh.
0: Yeah. So what? who's going to go yeah, out there and do that? For sure. You as Mike Gabriel, you know, you want to sue because your rights are being violated. Okay, sure. But, Mike, you've got to give me not only attorney's fees because I'm going to do a bunch of work. Mm. But at the end of it, you've got to put up another $10,000. And not like, you know, it's not like a bail when you're in jail and it's $100,000 bond. You can get a bail agency to post Post it for you for ten percent. You need to put write a check for ten thousand dollars and give it to the court so that if there's damages later, that goes to the other side. So it's it's litigation, civil litigation is it's insanely expensive, and that's why LA County believes that they can just do this. And guess what? They can because it's us and the Restaurant Association of California. Uh, we both filed lawsuits, and the judge put us together because it's the same uh, issue. Mm-hmm. But the restaurant, uh, restaurant association of California—they've got—they represent twenty-two thousand restaurants. So, you know, if they told everybody to dig deep in their pockets, they could come up with some money for the litigation. But who's, you know, John's Market down the street can't.
1: It's just sad that in March, you know, this goes down and restaurants close. Obviously, this I I believe is the biggest industry they got hit by this, and then they figure out a way, like they're literally taking parking spots in most cities away to dine outside which in my opinion is kind of cool I actually enjoy it and then they, they figure out a it's way been and, great yeah and then you're like sitting outside you you're you're eating everybody's enjoying their time and none of that like we mentioned has anything to do with the spread of the virus or at least there's Zero. no significant evidence that proves that Zero. okay and then they take that away and then all the money like you said you know how long it's gonna take them to recover that money that they spent just outside for benches and and you know trees and but like they're they're making their areas look really nice like that's yeah. tough man
0: no they i have heard from countless restaurant owners who had a great life before this i mean they had a really nice life just hanging out in their restaurant and they, again their profit margin isn't great they're not millionaires you know mm-hmm. people think that you own a restaurant fancy restaurant in downtown long beach let's say oh you must be a millionaire cuz you've got all these people coming in that's not true you've got to have other property somewhere else they've got collecting re- that restaurant alone is not going to support a family because imagine think of how many people that one restaurant has to support it's got to support all the waiters and their family a lot of them are, are people that the wait staff sometimes works at these fancy restaurants these, these steakhouses and stuff they've been there for 20 years and they can support their entire family on that salary because they get good tips and they've got repeat customers but that one restaurant has to support all these families so these owners of these restaurants are committed to all of these different families and what they've all been doing is not only pouring their life savings into the construction but into paying these employees that have been loyal to them when their doors are closed and so these restaurant owners are completely tapped out because they themselves have been supporting all these different families and the construction and trying to hold it together for their own families. And it's just, it's the most insane thing I've ever seen. And for the the county of LA to come in today and say, they said to the judge, for you to rule that it's okay for these people to question our health directives sets a bad precedent because now everybody is going to think that they have the right mm. to challenge us when we make an order. Wow. <laughs> wow yeah wow. that is exactly like what they're, is they're all just
1: right. above the law right like that's their yeah, thing they're above the a, law yeah
0: it's a how dare you question me yeah. and when somebody says that to me i go even harder mm-hmm. so yeah mm. our next step is to sue the the governor because you think that it stops here open the doors yeah and you know you, you know what else you forget they took the parking spaces right so now now people are in the the outdoor dining is in the parking lot you know who was in the parking lot before? The ballet companies. Mm. So now those those guys, those people don't have jobs. And the, the sanitation, the janitorial staffs, they don't have jobs. The you know, the to-go boxes, I don't know, you might know something about that. People that are supplying to go boxes, there there's no demand there. It's the, the ripple effect that goes through not just the restaurants, but everybody that supports restaurants, it's insane when you think about it.
1: Talking about support, did you support these guys in the past?
0: Uh, I did. <laughs> what about moving? <laughs> and that's why my, what about moving my husband forward? keeps telling me is your is your uh, your best friend Gavin's gonna be upset. I actually was there at his inauguration party in downtown Los Angeles and Chuck keeps asking me, How's your friend Gavin gonna feel when you sue him next week?
1: <laughs> I had to. I had to. Yeah. I feel you starting to turn around, man. I'm really happy for you. Thank you. Yeah, you're starting to come around. I like this. I like this, Alexander. This is fun.
0: Thanks, Mike.
1: Oh man, this is good. How long do you think this suit is going to last for until you get a decision?
0: Well, we won. The LA County is not allowed to make any new orders restricting businesses unless they can show that they have done a a risk benefit analysis. And so, what that meant is, you know, we we in our regular lives, without even realizing it. Um, But also it happens in like um, personal injury cases. We do risk benefit analysis every day. You know, Mikey Gabriel, that if you go to a restaurant, there's a chance that you may get food poisoning Mm -hmm. or there's a chance that you may choke. But you, without maybe realizing it, have made that risk benefit analysis in your head. And the risk of choking or the risk of getting food poisoning is so low at these restaurants that you choose to go to that you are, it's worth it to you to take that risk. And that's what the judge was saying. If you can come in and tell me that the risk of going to a restaurant is higher than the risk of choking, is higher than the risk of getting food poisoning, if you can come in and prove that to me, and then it's a high enough risk that we should shut it down, then I'll allow you to do that, but you don't get to shut anybody down until you come in and show me that. So this L.A. County lawsuit is done as far as we're concerned.
1: But that doesn't mean you can open tomorrow, right?
0: No, but that's because of the state. And that's because two days after it looked like we were going to win, the governor came in and shut everything down. Mm -hmm. I really honestly believe that that has everything to do with our lawsuit. So I I apologize to all of California on behalf of Garagos and Garagos because sometimes that's exactly what happens. And that's why we've got to fight the corruption because – it's they are the big dog, and when you start barking at the big dog, they come hard. For, but we're not, we're not little, and we've got a lot of fight in us. So, okay, so, so we'll definitely take it. So okay. the
1: so the next step, like you mentioned earlier, is that going after the governor now, and, right, and, and and that's a suit you have to win to reopen these restaurants again.
0: Yeah, but it's the same analysis, mm-hmm. and if and I can I can guarantee you that if the governor had any, if I mean it's not him himself, but if the state had any evidence whatsoever to support the city. Closure, then they would have given it to the city so that we wouldn't be able to go all the way up. We only get to go to the governor because we won at the state. Okay. I mean, we don't because we won at the county level. So I believe that we will have the same analysis. I believe that we'll be successful, but I think it might be what's called mooted, which means it's the case, the point is over. Because I think by the time that we actually get into a court, since the holidays are coming up and everyone's taking a vacation, that I think restaurant California will open back up before we can actually get in front of a judge to make that rule right
1: and I, that's what I was thinking too especially with something like this they know you guys are coming after him again they're like well, do we want to yeah. deal with them let's just reopen and not worry about it right
0: and I think also they're gonna see starting tonight the public backlash you know there've we we've have so many emails and phone calls telling us you know that mark and everyone in our team are heroes. And I, I honestly have not heard one person. I have not heard one single person say, what are you guys doing? Why are you guys doing this? There's not one person that's taking the side of L.A. County. Um, and and you can tell, <laughs> I mean, the, the board of supervisors themselves didn't even believe what they were saying when they were saying it was dangerous because they immediately went to go eat. Gavin Newsom <laughs> was eating inside. It wasn't even outside. It was inside. Mm-hmm. So they don't even believe this. So you're um, talking
1: about the French laundry? Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, I was. was, That was.
1: You know. That was. That was another question. Is like, do you think these guys really care about our health?
0: Yes, I think they care about our health. I think they care about being the face of all these deaths. Okay, Mm -hmm. I don't know why. I have no idea why. The media and the government in California has decided to emphasize deaths in relation to COVID-19. There are more deaths from smoking. There are more deaths from cancer. There are more deaths from car accidents. This is not a significant cause of death. It is absolutely not, I'm sorry. And the judge highlighted that today. He said, healthy people do not have to worry about dying from COVID-19. Wow. Obviously people in nursing homes, people in nursing homes, are worried about getting the flu. If people in, if the flu ravages a nursing home, you're going to see significant deaths. It's sad. It's very sad, but it's true. And so for some reason, California and the entire world in general has taken to this fear-mongering about these statistics. And the statistics, I mean, the, the science that we presented to the court it just smashes any kind of idea that we should be paranoid about walking outside of your house. If you are a healthy American walking outside of your house and catching COVID-19 is not going to be a death sentence. Mm -hmm. You're not going to be on a ventilator next week. It's just not the case. And I don't know why everybody is emphasizing this. So I I think that they're buying, I think that the politicians are buying into this media frenzy and they're afraid that if it really happens like that, they're going to be the face of all these deaths. It's just not the case. Nobody literally, nobody is listening to science.
1: Yeah. And if you do get it, you've got a ninety nine point nine six percent chance of beating it. So yeah. yeah, You know.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 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 To want to be that person and to command that kind of power over people. But see
1: they're they're public servants right and they're supposed to be for everybody so like if i if you or i were in that position i think we would get like a bunch of restaurant owners and figure out a way to do right? it.
0: right what, yeah, what do you talk to them what do you talk to them ex- exactly so, so I'm, and i think I'm they did it. figure it
1: out and i think they did figure it out with the outdoor seating like they did it they figured it out
0: yeah, and it was great. It was awesome. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. You know, Javier's in Newport Beach is mm-hmm. breaking records because mm. more people want to sit outside than right. they want to sit inside. And they, it's such a huge property anyway. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of restaurants that it was actually, as soon as they did that, they were so, so happy for these regulations because it, mm. it it made such a great difference positively for them. I just came in and shut it down. I don't know. It's, it's really nuts. It's really... It really is. I mean, I've been a Democrat my whole life. I'm liberal. I'm a criminal defense attorney. Yeah. I, I you know I'm I'm here for social justice, but mm-hmm. I really honestly think that these democratic politicians
1: they've gone too far
0: are it's, they've not only have much. they gone too far, they're they're drunk on power, mm-hmm. and they really are just using all of that power. Like they feel good about the fact that they're screwing people. Like yeah, you don't, they really sure. think they're smarter than everybody else. think they're just, they're way smarter than everybody else. And, and I'm doing what's, what's good for you. We're all, we're all unruly teenagers and they're the wise sage parent. And, uh, no, that's, that's sure. not the way it was. It
1: my, oh my dictators, tyranny, tyrants, crazy right it's crazy those who are in power think uh, you know the power they have they just take advantage of it and but look you and i i don't care who is on the other side listening to me right now i guarantee you we can figure this thing out more than anybody in office today like i was talking to alexandra about she and i were in agreement in regard our whole conversation but we were in agreement in regards to if we were in power if we were a so you know so called politician we would sit down with tens hundreds of restaurants and figure out a way of doing it and honestly at that point I think they already figured it out outdoor seating and no health department has come and said that because you're sitting outside eating because you have to Live to eat. COVID numbers aren't rising because of this. So, this is okay. We can keep it this way. But she made a great point, and I never thought of this. It's to make sure that they don't have all of these deaths on their head. And they have to do something. And the most visible thing, <laughs> it's so true, is you drive around and you see people eating outside and they feel like they're not doing enough because there's people outdoors eating. Boom. Boom, nail on the head, man. That made so much sense. Oh man, it's sad. It's sad, it's sad, especially for the girl in Van Nuys and everybody, everybody around. But her, I mean, you talk about a, a kick to the nuts. I mean, this poor thing has made, has spent so much money in this restaurant in Van Nuys, if you haven't seen it yet. This video went viral over the weekend she spent all this money of, of with outdoor seating and they shut her down and 50 feet away from her they've set up shop to film a movie. That that really sucks. That's not cool. Alexandra, thank you for coming on so much. I can't wait to get more info and I agree with her. Their next step is to go to the governor and sue him but I agree I believe they're going to reopen prior to that lawsuit happening so something they just don't want to deal with most likely it'll be after the holiday uh, you know we'll see now. I'm Mike Gabriel this is Mike the Pod stay strong man stay strong do what I do wake up in the morning I got a morning routine that I'm going to come out with soon, by the way. So I'm not going to tell you everything I do yet. It's going to be a full-on episode, and it's going to change your life. But but the therapeutic stuff that I do that keeps my mind rolling and, and going is obviously I work every day, so that that helps the cause. But two, I work out every day, and three, I read books. Woo! I read books, and four, actually, I, I eat pretty well too, so that's good for the mind. So try to do those things, and stay away from the media. Just listen to Miked Up Pod. And he will get you on all the hot topics that are happening in the world today. I am Mike Gabriel. This is Mike the Pod. Until next time, folks, no wasted days.
0: Let's go.